Welcome to the Matthew Dark Show, where hypocrisy meets accountability. Sit back and enjoy, or call in and get involved. Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime. Now here's your host. Take it away, Matthew. Wow. Holy cow. My goodness, my gracious folks. It is so good to be with you on Tuesday, this last day of January. Welcome in. Welcome aboard. Let me lead us right away. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you. We come to you in great submission, obedience, and excitement with an opportunity to go out and do your will. There is wickedness around us like we've never seen before, but your word, God, is true. Your strength is almighty and evil will be defeated. We just ask that you come into the hearts of the listeners. Give us the words we need and for all those that hear it, may they put it into action. We say this in the holiest names, the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Welcome in and thank you, folks. We've got a good hour today. Now, we've got Shemay with us. Now, you're you're back from some illness, so we thank you. God has restored your family to health. Pray for Victor. He's sick now. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, so he's taking the brunt of it, but at least he can babysit himself and watch himself. Uh, But okay, so we'll be with him as far as getting him well and thank you. Um, now, here's what we've got today. Now, this is a very exciting show. Uh, we have Pastor Marty Grisham. I met him in Tennessee at the Great Reawaken. And what I saw from him on that stage is speaking the word, using the authority that God gave you when it comes to rebuking evil. And it's all over us, folks. And we know that it's happening. It's, it's going on. It doesn't matter if it's happening on little kids, adults. There is a wickedness setting in this state that must be rebuked. He will join us about 915. We are grateful. Now, we have... Uh much to get to. I know, Shemay, you have some exciting announcements yeah. about some more ways to get <laughs> connected to the Matthew Dark Show. Go ahead. What Definitely. do we got coming? Well, tomorrow we're going to be launching a whole brand of the Matthew Dark Show. No way. Are you kidding me? No. What yes. does this mean? So we're going to have website, social Stop. media, and all of the fun things. So, yeah. It's You're telling be... us we're in the game. We are in the game. Awesome. It's awesome. Happening. And the timing couldn't be more perfect, folks, because why is this? There is this phenomena going on in America right now in which vaccine danger deniers are, they're stuck. It is everything but the vaccine in their case. This, this stunned me this morning. Early this morning, I read this. Um, MSC, MSNBC host Yasmin Vusigan. I don't yes, know. Yes, I saw. Okay, this is unbelievable, folks. If you have not, this is on Twitter. and the, You should hear the excuses for why she, now this is a probably 40-year-old type woman, something in that category. She's running. She's exercising multiple times. She said she ran. Yoga, ra- everything. Yeah, ran seven miles multiple times per week. Yeah. This is what her life was before December of 22, however she starts to have um, butterflies in the heart and arrhythmias. And she goes and gets checked out. And the doctor at the urgent care says it's indigestion initially, (laughs) sends her home. It comes back. The ER doctor says the common cold has come into your heart and created fluid around the heart. Mm. So she spends five days in hospital to get that fluid to go down. She's discharged. She's not home a week. Here she comes back. And this time when she she comes back, she's diagnosed with myocarditis. Mm. Now, we know that myocarditis is a vaccine, a COVID shot special. We know that. It's world famous for that now. The doctors tell her it's from the common cold and this happens. Her life is now irreparably changed, but she won't admit it. Mm -hmm. The doctors are lying to her. What breaks this? I think it's Christ coming in and shedding lightness in those darkened hearts. I think that's the only way out because we're t- 
MIT professor, Retsef Levi, he just did a six-minute video. Now, he's over 15 years at MIT. So when I think MIT, I think Harvard, Yale. I think high academia, right? The best in the business. Um, He's coming out calling for an immediate end to the COVID shots at all levels, calling them a complete and utter failure. Why? The clinical data, the real-world evidence shows it's not only a real it's a failure it's one of the most lethal substances we have on this planet right now yeah i think of fentanyl i think of well then i think of shots so right now it has to come off now when you have high academia saying that is that enough i don't know i don't know if that's enough for them to say no more no more so we're going to support him you know he will most likely have a tremendous amount of peer pressure uh he will most likely be blacklisted in his you know at at the school cafeteria kind of thing around campus he will be shunned Mm -hmm. Uh, how dare he speak to this i have this weird feeling that some of these people the only way to get rid of this for this to end is they're going to have they're going to have to die a physical death because there doesn't seem to be anything wanting to wake them up i i've never heard of a stuff i mean i've i've seen a lot of drunks and yeah. addicts in my life and and even they get to a point at some point and they say um okay i can't take it anymore i want out what is going to be the moment in time that brings these people to their knees and say my god i want out save my life what in the world what is it going to take yeah, I, I have no idea. And then I don't know if you saw this, but in Brazil, now mm-hmm. you can be imprisoned for refusing the vaccine. <laughs> yeah. Despite the proposition being rejected by 92% of the people who contributed yeah. to the Senate yeah. website poll. Like, we have, thank God for somebody like that who's, like, out speaking out against it. Um, Newsweek actually posted, too, that it's t- uh, an opinion piece by Kevin Bass. Said it's time for the scientific community to admit we were wrong about COVID and it cost lives. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank They're you. coming around. So here's where that, and, and that's, praise God for that, because what one thing people really struggle with, this is a a human element common to man is I was wrong and I'm having trouble admitting it. I know I've been there so many times now, but this one, it's different though, because usually when I say I'm wrong and I'm sorry and I'm begging for forgiveness, the act I committed was not endangering a child's life. I'll be honest with that. I'm no choir boy, but it's rarely do you find my conduct running around that could end the life of a human being like that with the vaccine. It's different. So when you run around and you shamed those, and I still love all of our rock stars, our hardcore musicians, our <laughs> renegades that also say I'm 100% compliant with government medicine. And if you don't, you're a scum. That still blows me away. But that shows where God should have been. Mm-hmm. In came this body of fear. And it turned into this, I will go down with this vaccine no matter what. It doesn't seem like everybody has the ability to snap out of it. And we're calling on people to use their authority given to them on This is a public service announcement. You got to get off vaccines, folks. You got to get off of them now. Think of it like we're in the 1960s and we're talking about the dangers of cigarette smoking. This is just becoming, it's just hitting mainstream. We're asking you, don't go through a long life of emphysema and lung transplants and then eventual death of lung cancer. I think that's been well established. Smoking is your choice. Smoking is bad for your health. I don't think anybody's arguing at this point in history that somehow cigarette smoking is good for you or neutral to you. I, I think we're on that same page. We're telling you that the vaccine is 10x worse than cigarette smoking and everybody's doing vaccines. I mean, 
83% of this country has had one shot. Yeah. Two-thirds of this country has had two. The CDC, the FDA, they vote 21 to zero about putting this thing in a once a year. <laughs> once a year for life? So we got a six-month-old, a year-and-a-half-old, a two-and-a-half, a three-and-a-half. Three By the time that child gets into elementary school, first grade, six of these things? Six mark of the beast coming into their body? Yeah. I'm sorry, you must stop. I can't. I, I just cannot with this. Oh, let me say this, too. Um, we need citizen support on this. Uh, Representative Brandy Bradley. Our okay, good friend. She's our rock star. She's our health, freedom, freedom uh, pursuer. And we're going to support her, be behind her. Our palm. She, oh, she's a palm that made it. We yeah. had other palms that didn't make it. She did. And we are with you. We'll get more palms behind you. But we need to do this first. Next w- Tuesday, this is the 7th. Okay, we're yep. February 7th. Down at the Capitol, General Assembly, we'll get specifics. If you text the show, folks, 720, uh, excuse me, text number is this, 720-999-9493. You just text BRAVE. We want to get you that address, how to sign up, all that stuff. If you would, please, we want to be down there. I'm already signed up to speak in person. I can't wait. There's going to be Democrats lined up on that committee waiting to hear this testimony. I want that room packed. I want 200 bodies in there packed. We demand, what are we there for? We demand parental consent yes. for children to get the COVID-19 shots. Right now, a 12-year-old could walk into Walmart and say, I'll take two. And the pharmacist at Walmart would say, be great. Do you have any friends? We're saying they got to have parents' permission. You know, you couldn't walk in a, a tattoo parlor and get a tattoo at 12 or 14 no. or 6. Are you kidding me? You couldn't go sit down and say, I'll take a double, double Jack and Coke yeah. at 12. This stuff, though. Even the Surgeon General um, came out and said, it was, it was re- reported on CNN, that 13-year-olds shouldn't even have social media. Oh, I agree with that, 100%. And in fact, our 13-year-old, when they get there, we're not going to do it. Oh, same, same, same. We talked to, I got, I, I got to meet with this great mentor yesterday on sort of the school board processes. And um, the suicide rates from 2014, they were jumping, climbing before covid yeah. And social media is a big cog of that thing. 100%. I mean, it, it's got uh, it's got Satan and demons and TikTok folks. Get off TikTok. If your kid has TikTok on their phone, get it out and throw that phone away. Yeah. TikTok was sent from Satan. I can I tell you that. Say, I even say Snapchat because Absolutely. there's... Absolutely. They get the drugs on that one, right? And, and there's a space on Snapchat where you can look up like, you know, uh, articles and stuff like that. And it is all pornography. Oh. It is all like, uh, you know, cosmopolitan, like just can you be the biggest slut ever oh. um, kind of content and it's it's shocking I, I've actually got had it for a little bit and then I was like I don't like this destroy it destroy yeah it. Destroy totally it. if it doesn't serve God and serve God's will it can't be in your home that's the only way to keep the enemy out is yeah. you can't come into your home you must start there um, so I want to do this for our first don't do the break just yet Luke I want to do this I want to set him up this is he's my new dear friend Pastor Marty Grisham out of Tulsa Oklahoma he's pastoring but I met him at the reawaken tour and, and what we need to do is we need to know how to use our authority here yeah. on earth to reject rebuke and get this evil out of our schools society it can't be around us folks it's living next door to you and we're going to learn ways we're going to use that God-given authority to say you are out of here uh, loudmouthprayer.org and then he does a daily show same thing on the loudmouth uh, search on rumble that's 8 a.m. mountain he does that sermon every morning and then he's got some stuff going on on Sundays we will do this we'll slip into a break we'll get him on the line we'll get it going we're going to move some hearts here in Denver don't go anywhere just getting started on the Matthew Dark Show KLZ it's 560 on a Tuesday 
Hello, Colorado families. Roots Medical here. How great would it be to have your entire household under the care of one trusted medical center? At Roots Medical, newborns to seniors and everyone in between will always receive personalized and diligent health care. Specialties at Roots Medical include pediatrics, hormone replacement therapy, thyroid, gut health and nutrition, well women, and annual exams. Roots Medical has insurance and self-pay options, as well as virtual and in-person appointments. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your health care concerns. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. This is a special announcement from Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom.com. COVID-19 vaccine injuries are real and more common than you think. Injuries include thyroid dysfunction, cognitive impairment, severe insomnia, menstrual irregularities, testicular cancer, liver dysfunction, multiple sclerosis, arrhythmia, brain tumor, suppressed immune system, and more. Informed consent requires your healthcare provider to inform you of the risk, benefit, and alternatives for the proposed medication. If you or someone you love did not receive informed consent prior to your vaccination, please visit ColoradoHealthCareProvidersForFreedom.com for resources, healing, and to report your injury. Vaccines are safe. Please. They are the safest vaccine I have ever seen in my career. The most important thing you can do to prepare for your holidays is to get your updated COVID vaccine. And yet some people still are not getting vaccinated. That is very frustrating. Stay informed and stay safe, Colorado. folks welcome back in and we thank you remember you can get your text you can get your thoughts involved 720-999-9493 i want to welcome and let me just set up our first guest uh so we appreciate i think he's doing four shows today because his services to spread the word are in need and i know when i saw him i said that's the kind of passion that's the kind of energy that a dead state like colorado needs there's a lot of darkness and so what we need to do is learn how to use that God-given authority to reject and rebuke the evil that is now slipped into our children's, sitting next to them at a desk in yes. school. It's too much. Amen. Um, I mean, it's just so much. So let me just welcome in Pastor Marty Grisham, loudmouthprayer.org. That's where you can find his stuff. He is on Rumble uh, doing a morning daily. Uh, Pastor Marty, I want to thank you. Welcome in. How are you this morning, sir? Wonderful, sir. It is such an honor and a privilege to get to be with you today. Awesome, awesome. And I know you're fresh off of your uh, stand series this morning. And I just want to set the climate for you because you're coming out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, and it still seems like whatever big cities exist in this country, they're run by Democrats and they have just too much darkness. And in a state like Colorado, you know, we're super aggressive on children here. Um, the age of consent for all sorts of medical care, what they're recommending for children, the LGBTQ, this state is hardcore for it. And so we've got believers, Pastor Marty, that just they don't have that. They don't feel like they have the authority to exercise what was given to them by God, which is to look at evil and say, you can't be here and you must leave and flee away now. I, I'm hoping we can get some, some hearts awoken this morning and really talk about action plan because this evil can't stand it. It has the ability to take over and it's doing that. And I still think we have a shot. We have a lot of hope uh, for our listeners, but let's see if we can't get them going. Pastor Marty, just since covid and and your walk with christ since then things have really intensified i guess the wickedness um give us give us sort of a take on what's the path look like for the believer that says i want this evil out of my community what's it looking like pastor you know well that's a great question thank you i I think the first step always a lot of people um, they have in their mind to go save the world but many times they need to take care of themselves their marriage their spouse and their kids 
first and foremost, let's just get our home where it's supposed to be. Let's raise up our children right. Let's take authority over the enemy that's coming against our own family, our marriage, our finances, our health. Let's, you know, someone's like, hey, you have a healing ministry. Go out and pray for the sick. Yeah, but you're really sick to go do it. So, you know, it's just so important for us to be who we're supposed to be to help our city, our state, our nation, for us to walk in the light of God's Word for our own life, to walk in the power of God for our own life, because ministry, this is something I learned many years ago, ministry to reach others is always, uh, it's an overflow of what I'm walking in in my own life. So if I'm going to pastor a church, I should have really an amazing marriage with great communication. Not that we don't have problems, not that we won't argue, not that we don't have things to work through, but still, at the end of the day, we work through, and we don't live in strife and envy and contentions and all kinds of problems. And so that's how, that would be my first word to be, let's get ourselves straight by learning the authority that Jesus gave us in his name for us to stand up and protect our own marriage, our own families, our own bodies, against vaccines, against everything else the enemy's throwing at us, and our own children, standing for our children, and we do this in the home, and then the overflow will call you to go be a school board member. You can change it that way. The overflow will call you to put together a prayer group, six or eight of you that will come together once a week and totally kick the devil's butt using the Word of God in prayer. So we start with our home first. Excellent. Yeah, you're your own home must be in order before you go out and do God's will. I love that. And that's not a selfish thing. That's sort of a requirement of preparedness Biblical. that you must do. Absolutely. So you've done that. Pastor Marty, you know, at yeah. the Great Reawaken Tour, uh, they're all God-loving. They're all powerful speakers. They're all tackling this um, efforts. This is, of course, Clay Clark's Great Reawaken. Can you just tell us how you became involved? I mean, what a special format, platform to be able to get on and, and really spread your word. Can you tell us how you became involved in that? Well, and so it started about six years ago. Um, I actually was introduced to Clay because I have a business. And I, so I began to, to be a, a client of Clay. Clay has Clay Clark of, uh, you know, he lives here in the Tulsa area. Right. He has um, about 160 to 180 businesses oh. that he manages the marketing for and he coaches them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so he built my website for my business. He coaches me and every week I meet with him. Well, about four years into it, because we've been doing six years, about four years into it, it began to turn into where he's beginning to stand up against problems and stuff going on in Tulsa City and Tulsa County. And, and we're joining in with him. There's about four or five or ten of us that we're kind of making a team. We're working together and stuff. And then suddenly General Flynn came in the picture, and it went nationwide. And so I've been with Clay from the prophetic standpoint to be able to give words to him and his wife and just been there supporting him, serving him, being there, being a part of the team. I've done that for, uh, you know, for the last two years of the Reawaken Tour. And then about six or seven tours ago of, of different conferences, um, Clay moved me to the level, because I've been working in the back. I've gone to all, almost all, most of the conferences and worked and just served. And I work with the speakers, and I pray for the speakers, lay hands on them, send them before we send them out on the stage. We always had a good success, just getting them filled full of God before we send them out. And But then, honestly, Clay just came one day and said, hey, I want you to start speaking because I really love my prayer. I love your call to cover the nation with the right way to pray, how to pray. That's what we do. And see, so he said, I just want to help you cover the nation with the right way to pray. 
so that's how he about six conferences ago he's made me a speaker so it's been really glorious because you're having uh, election stuff you're having medical you're having finance you're having what's gold look like for the future you're having all these different things going on and then you have some of us that are diehard preachers men and women getting up there and just sharing the church waking up getting back on track the way god wants it to be that's the one thing that's going to save our nation that's excellent. And, and I love that um, at the end of the day, all those powerful speakers, all those areas that you mentioned, they all came back to God is the only thing we're serving and the only way out of this thing, the only way to some lightness. I mean, that was the theme and that is the theme. And, and I look at I look at the climate today and I look at the environment that we live in. And I'm not going to suggest, oh, this is the most wicked the world's ever been. I can't say that because we've had some really bad times in this country. But I just wonder, um, as it's right here before our face, your stand series. Can you go through and tell our listeners about that stand series and how that is sort of that kind of needs to be a part of your repertoire as you go out and face this evil? Because for a lot of folks, this is the most evil and wicked thing they've ever come across and and they're not equipped they're good people but they're not equipped to go out and face evil like this yeah well so from the stand series so i took that because uh some of my mentors some of you know all of us you know even elijah had elijah one prophet learned after another Mm -hmm. so a lot of men and women who are ministers today i firmly believe probably all of them have had mentors that taught them what they've known well one of my mentors would say to us I want you to pick up, you're supposed to pick up all that I've learned after my many years of ministry. You're supposed to take that and move on and go further than I could ever go with it. And he was also a mentor that he said this concerning the authority that God gave us in Jesus' name. This is what my mentor said. He said, I'm firmly convinced that the body of Christ, the church, has authority in God in this earth that they've never tapped into, and it needs to be tapped into and operated for this end time to usher in that great harvest. The mandate that has fallen upon my wife and I, Jeannie Grisham, my wife and I have had just such a powerful mandate to cover the nation with how to pray. Well, the number one way that you exercise authority that we've been given is by prayer. That's the number one way. So there's no way I could teach prayer if I also didn't raise people up in understanding that there's an authority that they've probably been given that they've never even tasted, they've never smelt it, they've never touched it, they don't even know what it looks like. And so we're smearing it. And let me tell you, I mean smearing it. Amen. We are smearing it on the listeners, and every single day I'm getting emails like, holy moly, I never even knew what you're talking about. I grew up in this denomination. I grew up Catholic. I've never heard of this great authority that we've been given. That's why Jesus could say in John 14, Philip, I've shown you the Father, but if you can't believe me because of what I've shown you, you should believe me, Philip, because of the works that I do in front of you every single day. And newsflash, Philip, this is what he's saying in John 14, Philip, now you're going to go out and you're going to do the same works I'm doing, and then I'm going to go to the Father after I've, after the death, burial, and resurrection, and then, Philip, you are going to do greater works than even I've done. That is based upon us operating in the authority that God's given us in the earth, so instead of calling it the believer's authority, I call it stand because of that scripture in Ephesians 6.13 that says uh, that we may be able to withstand in the evil day having done all the stand. We're standing up in the authority in Jesus' name against the enemy, stopping the darkness that he's 
spewing out on our cities, our states, and our nation. We're, we're bringing the very light of God. We're pushing back the darkness of the enemy with the authority that he's been given, it's been given to us. Amen. Our our guest this morning, Pastor. Mar- I'm telling you. Woo! <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Our guest, Pastor Marty Grisham, coming out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Of course, a part of the great reawakened tour, and that's where I met him and connected with him. And just thought, it's not fair if I'm the only one that gets to hear this stuff. It just wouldn't be fair, and I can't re- reproduce it. So we've brought him in. You know, one of the challenges I have on a regular basis, and, and, and this is a vaccine, COVID, health, freedom, kids first. I mean, we are kids first, and we're not going to ever apologize for that kind of stuff. But one of the things that I'm having challenges with, and I know many of our listeners are having challenges with, is they've got a non-believer who's dead inside, who's blind inside, who will can't see what's this going on. How does a believer who's had this conviction then get that person to wake up? Because they are the ones we need to save, do we not, Pastor Marty? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, God literally said in the book of James, James is talking about the Father God, and he referred to him as the Lord of the Hearts. Well, Matthew, um, Jesus did that in Matthew. But James referred to him as the Father God who is patiently waiting for the precious fruit of the earth. Now, he's talking about that lost person, that person that's never been enlightened to Jesus Christ as being Lord and Savior, that person that's never been saved, born again. You know, the Christianese terminology we use, which I love that. I'm not putting it down. I love the born again, the salvation. It's all legitimate. It's real, and it's all Jesus. The Bible says, Jesus himself said, there's only one way to the Father. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. So I, so what we do with that person that's dark and dead inside us, never to see Jesus. Now, in the book of Matthew, I think it's the ninth chapter, starting around verse 36 through 39. So Matthew 9, 36 through 39, the disciples and Jesus are hanging out, and Jesus says to them, I want you to pray to the Father God, but he called him the Lord of the harvest. Pray to the Lord of the harvest that the Lord of the harvest will send laborers Mm. into the field because the lost need to hear the gospel. Teaching and preaching is still number one in reaching the lost. And so when Jesus said that to the disciples, it was teaching us. When you know someone in your life that's lost, when you have even an elected official that's lost, this is what you do. Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I'm praying now to you, Father. Father, I'm asking you to hand-select the perfect laborer that will speak to that person on my heart. That person I'm thinking about that never has met Jesus, who needs the light of God in their life. Father God, I'm asking you to hand-select that person and send the person that they'll listen to. Father, you know someone they'll listen to. They probably won't listen to everyone because they're deceived, but you you can find, Father, that person they'll listen to, and I'm asking you to send that laborer into their life with the message of Jesus, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ unto salvation. And I thank you for it, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. You just, you just literally opened up the Father's ability to move on behalf of that person. Amen. Well, you look at it is is that's the only way out because see it's not facts. So the person that's say denying the da- the dangers of the vaccine or denying the dangers of the lockdowns and things, it's not reason that's preventing them from doing it. It's that demonic hold because the facts just don't weigh out, right? So you are hitting it. We have to tap in. We have we have extra compassion for that person, and we're sent to to deliver it. So we're going to stay in prayer for those that are lost, and then and then we're always. 
I guess we want to show, we're all love on this side, right, Pastor? I mean, it's nothing but love on this side of the table. That's how we do ministry. Absolutely. It's nothing but love. But in the middle of love, um, we love the people, but we stand up and we put the stop. Uh, we put the hand of stop we, against the enemy. And the enemy is like what Ephesians 12 says. Ephesians six twelve says, we don't wrestle against <clears throat> the people. We love the people. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against the principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. Those are the demonic powers that are driving blinded people to do the wrong things. Yeah, you know, I I ran recently, and I've been involved in in local politics um, for like three, four years, five years before I got involved in the local party. And something that I noticed um, in the in the last little bit was that my effort was so carnal. I knew God. I knew, you know, I stood on on truth and, you know, I was prayerful um, in, in things that I was doing. But like I, I was moving through the flesh, like through things that I knew that I could um, do, you know, go give public comment, go do, um, you know, X, Y and Z. And God just um, woke in my heart to to the spiritual battle. Exactly what you said, how our battles not against flesh and blood and um it really changed my concept in in how i approach just the political realm because it's not like this candidate or this candidate it's it's literally um you know a spiritual uh, just just demonic kind of things and you can see it once you kind of have those eyes and I've, I've kind of been inter- encouraging precinct leaders because you know there is that uh that authority that you have as a precinct leader over a, an allotted piece of land in your neighborhood and, and, you know, to take that authority, you know, that spiritual authority against suicide, against sickness, against disease, against um, all of that kind of stuff and, and how that there there's a uh, that that God given authority that we have. And I just love exactly what you're saying. And um I'm just going to plug something that we're doing for, in Arapahoe County. We are we have a group called People Who Pray, and it goes off of that verse. Um, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked way, ways, I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin, and I will hear their land. And our recent approach is exactly what you're talking about: taking authority, um, you know, in our county and covering our county with prayer. And so, I just want to encourage people to reach out to the show or go. To to the Republic rebrand to sign up for the people who pray. Um, and if you want to join and take that spiritual authority over Arapahoe County. Yes. And, you, and you'll use a lot of that strength that you can go get at loudmouthprayer.org. Of course, Pastor Marty Grisham, our guest. Uh, you know, I want to, here's a scenario that happens. It's happening far too much. And, and, and this, the concept of fear is overriding good to sound decision makings. And, and here's the scenario I want to put in your lap, Pastor. So parent um, is not a doctor, but here we have COVID shots on the schedule for children. And they go to that doctor's office and they're in the room and doctor begins to, you know, and he's he's not filled with the spirit, this doctor, the one I'm describing, this one's more going to push the shot and all that stuff. How can the believer, the Christian parent taking their child in stand against the doctor that's telling them that's lying to their face what's the christian what's the biblical um stance that they can take and make sure that their child is safe leaving that doctor's appointment yeah i I, i've been you know since i've begun doing the stand series i've become more and more aware that people they teeter-totter between am i dealing with natural mankind which we're supposed to love 
you, it doesn't mean you don't stand up strong and take your stand against the natural, the men, but, you know, yeah. or, or do, or are we dealing with this supernatural description? Now, let, let's just get this, because actually love is what casts out fear, so let's just address one thing really quickly. Um, love isn't being a pushover. The love of God, that agape love of God, it's not being a pushover. God is love today to us, and he's the exact same God that we saw in the Old Testament that knocked over enemies right and left all the time. They were in a different dispensation where grace was not upon the people, so the Father did interact with them differently because it was a different dispensation. We're now in a dispensation where there's grace poured out upon us for our wrongdoings, but God's love is not a pushover. It doesn't just let someone do whatever they want with your kids. You are the one in control, the one leading and guiding and calling the shots for your children, and you do not need to ever take anything otherwise. You know, the Lord took me in the Spirit about a year ago, and I was stood before the throne of Satan, and I saw a stronghold come out of the throne. I didn't know what it was, and I said, Lord, what was that? And the Holy Spirit said, that was a stronghold that Christians are not supposed to be in politics. So I know anytime someone tells me now that Christians are not supposed to be touching politics, they're thinking thoughts literally birthed from the base of the throne of Satan. Right. And then about a month later, I said, Lord, I now understand strongholds that talked about in Corinthians, uh, 2 Corinthians 10.4. Like I've never heard, like I've never understood strongholds before. Is there a stronghold concerning our children and what's going on today with our children? And this is literally, he fell on me, took me in, and showed me this like flipping a switch. He took me to that scripture there in Proverbs that says, train up a child in the way they should go, and as they're older, they'll not depart from it. They'll follow the way you've trained them. They'll not depart from it. Amen. He said, that is my plan, that parents are the ones training the children. Amen. The government, medical, and others, there's a demonic, I'm going to make this real clear, that way no one understands, no one's confused about what I'm saying. <laughs> there is a demonic, satanic stronghold from the throne of Satan trying to tell us that the government calls the shots for our children. They do not. That is against God, against his word, and we stand against that stronghold. So we do it, number one, spiritually, by saying, in the name of Jesus, you foul, stinging, demonic stronghold, trying to pervert and corrupt our children, trying to tell us that we are not the bosses in the and the, we are not the ones training our children. We command you to cease and desist. We shut you down from maneuvering and attacking our children in the name of Jesus. Amen. And that's, that's and, the and you're given that, and you're given that authority, yeah. and you're actually called to exercise uh, yeah. that authority. I know Luke 17 says, what sorrow awaits those who do the tempting to these little ones? And, and I think that's the authority, too, that you're better off with a millstone out in the middle of the sea than to corrupt one of these little ones. And it still blows me away, and it just shows that these hearts were not prepared. When we came into COVID and fear became the thing. Christians, I still see Christians that are vaccinating, and I think you're not saved yet. We got to get you saved. You're not saved yet because your reliance of your future, your children's future, is coming from a person that is actually trying to kill you. But your faith is all. So it is a it is a revival needed in these, uh, especially a state like this. I'm wondering, Pastor, in in Oklahoma and in Tulsa, 
Uh, what's the pushback like there when people want to say no? I mean, are, are they uh, are they still pretty hardcore? I mean, he, this is a hardcore state. You know, California is a hardcore state. Uh, I guess I never even thought of Oklahoma on the radar. Are they pretty aggressive with the kids out there, too? Or what's the temperature like? So as far as vaccines and stuff, everything is loosened up a lot here in, uh, the, throughout Oklahoma. Amen. I think the biggest thing that we have been pounded on by the enemy that we're pounding back real strong now is um, you know the whole transgender and, and yes. basically but what happened was the enemy is so sneaky. I mean, one of my one of my mentors says Satan is a diabolical genius that has been doing his stupid games for thousands of years. Yeah. And so we're not trying to uplift him, but we're just trying to say we have an adversary that we have to be aggressive with Amen. because he knows how to play the game that he's playing. Having said that, this is what he's done. He has set up, and I'm telling you it was the enemy that did it, he set up school boards all over our city, all over mm. our state, that were run by the left yes. that has this corrupt, perverted, twisted agenda. And we didn't even know it. So when all the darkness began to spew out over the last two years, and all of us got woken up like never before to what's going on, we began to look at our school boards saying, Oh, my, we didn't even know who was sitting in those seats. Exactly. We didn't even know what was going on. We've got dark people trying to call the shots and control how we raise our kids and what our kids are being taught. So now the church is playing catch-up. Yeah. We're trying to take back the ground that we lost. Yeah. You know, when I was running for school board, there was like, it was so weird. You could feel, somebody um, in Mesa County, they told me, you need to make sure you have a prayer team uh, covering you and making sure, because the, the demonic is so intense with yeah. our kids in the school board. It, it was really crazy because I had an infiltration of, of flies in my house. Mm. And I, like, it was so weird. And I'd never have that happen before. And I was listening to um, some, uh, a pastor who's, uh, I forget his name, but he had somebody who, who talked about, like um, declaring a thing um, and and how f- the lady said it's a no fly zone and it hit me hard because I have yeah. like so, I had so many flies in my house um, and, and, and how flies represent death and that how, how you know you yes. need to come against the spirit of death and so I was at the gym when I was listening to this and I rebuked that spirit of death out, out of my house, off of me, all that kind of stuff. And let me tell you, the the little a couple days later, all of the flies were gone. Yeah. And it was such it was it was visual to see like how the how that operated in, in just yeah. the demonic. And so people who are stepping up, right, this is a school board year. The people who are stepping up to be candidates, we need to have a team around them praying for them. You know, this this is a it's a spiritual battle. Yeah. Yeah, Pastor Marty, I know you have another series. You've got your stand series uh, going this week. And then you had sort of alluded to what starts to go on. What's your next step in ministry next week and beyond? Give us a listeners. I want our folks to start to connect with this stuff. What happens next there with Loudmouth Prayer? So what you do is you go to loudmouthprayer.org, and at the top are a few different spots. You click on Start Praying Today. That button will take you where you just send us a little bit of info, and you'll begin to receive our weekly. Every week we do an email just letting you know all the series and all the teachings. Our job right now, now I'm called uh, prophetically, but my job right now, the Lord said, hold off on that. I want you to focus. I need prayer taught throughout this whole nation. So I'm putting 100% of effort of running that direction with the Lord. So I've done a series on my website. You go to my front page of my website. At the top, there's a video button. You just click the word video, 
it goes to my video page, and all my series are separated there very easily. I've done, I've done one that's really amazing called How to Get Your Prayers Answered, 12 short videos showing you literally how to walk by faith, how to trust God when all the circumstances are shouting against you. It is an amazing series. I've done a Praying in Tongues one. I've done so many different ones. I've done 30 Days to Pray, but I'm just finishing up Stand pretty close, pretty soon now, and it's basically exercising the authority of the believer. We will have done it for three weeks. Now, the one coming up, as you were making uh, alluding to, is really good. I'm super excited. I'm going to walk through with our listeners through every miracle and every healing and every work of Jesus. And we're going to open up all of those works one by one, and we're going to explore what Jesus did, how people received, was the Holy Spirit moving in a situation, did they receive by faith, was it a gift of the Spirit that operated that caused it to happen? We're going to look at every one of those, and then, because I'm calling the series Walking with Jesus, we're going to look at how do we walk in that same miracle power today. Because wow. Jesus said, once again, in John 14, I'm warning you, I'm calling you to do the works I'm doing, and even greater. So I am going to launch people into doing the works of Jesus. Amen. Wow, that is awesome. Uh, Pastor Marty, I can't thank you enough for coming on, giving us your time. I know you're loaded with more shows today. I'm going to instruct our listeners, encourage them, loudmouthprayer.org, as well as Rumble. That's a daily. It's 8 a.m. here out in Mountain, 9 Central. You're doing that. Uh, Marty, we want to continue to hook up with you. We thank you. God bless you, sir. We are better having had that word. Um, Amen. And we just wish you nothing, absolutely nothing but prosperity in your ministry, sir. Thank you so much. Such an honor to be with you, and I look forward to being able to be with you again. Sounds great. Folks, that is Pastor Marty Grisham coming from Tulsa, Oklahoma, Loudmouth Prayer. We thank him. We'll step into a break. We'll come back. We're doing just fine, doing great, slaying evil on a Tuesday. KLZ 560 AM, Matthew Darcho. Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom is a nonprofit network of healthcare providers committed to medical freedom and patient choice. We stand for patient rights, medical privacy, informed consent, and individualized healthcare. To learn more about our mission, visit coloradohealthcareprovidersforfreedom.com. Any donation made is fully tax deductible and supports our efforts to protect the healthcare rights of everyone, especially our children. Again, that's coloradohealthcareprovidersforfreedom.com. Stay informed, Colorado, and be well. Every family needs a healthcare team that has your child's best interest as top priority. And Roots Medical is proud to offer exactly that. At Roots Medical, we strive to empower and educate both parent and child about the importance of gut health, how to implement healthy changes in the home, and of course, all the benefits that come from a fully optimized immune system. Same day and sickness appointments are available and easy to schedule. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. That's R-O-O-T-S medical.net. Medical, getting to the root of your healthcare concerns. Welcome back in. Uh, that was cool. That was, was an experience. So, I'm, so when I came back from Nashville, and this happens, people go to events and yeah. you know whatever, they come back all fired up. But but 
you know, you meet people. God puts just the people you and he has done that for me since COVID started because I was guilty as charged prior to COVID. I'm worried about two little kids, a small business. I'm not thinking about radio. I've never been on public radio before. I never said a word out loud really before. I actually was a shy boy. You? When I was little, I would actually, if I had to speak in front of class or to a teacher, I'd start crying. Oh. I remember one time in like third grade, um, I was too bashful at PE to say I had to go to the bathroom. I just pissed my pants right there. Oh, no. I was something like, but so it's, but see, COVID calls you to yeah. get involved. COVID is a different kind of animal. And so when you go to these events, you're meeting people and there's one common link, this fellowship that this is going to be done through Christ. That was a very good experience for it us. It was awesome. And something I think we were talking over the break that we, you got to remember, like, you got to pray out loud. Oh. There's power in your voice. You, like we've talked about, the power of life and death is in, in the tongue. And in order to speak, you have to use your breath. And, and oh. God breathed his breath into Adam to give him life. And, and so that breath that we have has that authority, has that power and all that kind of stuff. And so we just got to walk in that. One noise, one word that demons absolutely can't stand is the word Jesus Christ. Yes. It, it makes them flopping around and flailing around. It makes them want to flee. And we already know Satan's a defeated foe. Amen. Okay. He has already lost. And what he is, is a great liar, mm-hmm. a great convincer. Um, a, great, a great betrayer. If you do this, I will give you this, even though he has no authority to do such, right? Yes. That's what we're talking about. The lies, the lies, the lies. And so we try to put that into real world perspective, which COVID, the great lie. I mean, I'm still somewhat, when I see, like, for example, my wife and I were speaking this morning uh-huh. and there was a, two children at the school. Uh, these are five-year-olds, six-year-olds yeah. that had been vaccinated. And I didn't know that. I just found that out this morning. They get vaccinated when it first came out. And, you know, and I, I'd spoken to this ch- these children's parents. I liked these children's parents. And then I found that out. And, and I'm not judging. I, I, I don't have the right to do that. That's not my place. But it changed my perception. And it called me to say, well, now, hold on a second. These are otherwise n- nice people. These are otherwise decent people. I know they want the best for their kids. Yeah. So we're actually being called to help them through this period of immense fear. The only reason you would go get your kid a COVID shot <clears throat> is you're scared to death. Right. It's the only reason you would do that. And yet you're so scared and you have no relationship with God that you're reacting on that fear. That is the only reason. Again, ladies and gentlemen, if we have any vaccine fans, any of you vaccine dangers deniers, we're asking you to stop immediately with the children. You want to vaccinate yourself, even though it will be very hard for those children to be parentless. Keep it out of the kids. I'm telling you, they don't need it. I'm, I'm saying that in the name of Jesus because mm-hmm. it's a lie. You've been lied to. This stuff is poison, toxic. And there is a, the countdown is on for this vaccine. It, we just read this MIT professor. MIT professor. See, the left has to declare these people ill, to mentally ill. If you're rejecting the vaccine, you're either telling the truth or you're completely ill. I mean, it's only two choices. There's no agenda. There's no money in being an anti-vax conspiracy theorist because what ends up happening is you lose your social media, you lose your job, your kids are boycotted or black, you know, blacklisted, whatever. There's no money in there. There's decency in being an anti-vaxxer. Why? Well, we know firsthand it can harm your child, yeah. harm your life. So we're beyond all that. The, the, the CDC... The VAERS data, that's all saying this stuff is dangerous. But these, we're, past, we're past that. There's something inside of these people. There's a, there's a darkness that they've succumbed to that we simply must 
address. And what Pastor Marty and all the folks at the Reawaken Tour are saying is that it is through the name of Jesus that the light bulb has to come on. Mm-hmm. If this light bulb doesn't come on, they're going to kill kids. And it's such a bizarre thing because who am I to say you're not fit to raise your own children? But yet you're publicly giving them something that we know will statistically has a very good chance of killing them. How do I do that? And isn't it crazy that the media, that the professionals, that all those kinds of people are saying you're not a good parent no. if you don't do that. And that's the lie of the enemy. Yes. You know, and, and as, as parents, you know, in all decisions mm. for your kids, you really need to ask for discernment. You know, you, God says he'll give it, uh, you know, un, like uh, I'm drawing a blank, but he's going to give it abundantly to you. And what are the odds? That those people know your child more intimately. And actually, it's crazy to think that the government or the CDC would have a a bigger interest in seeing your kid live a long life than you. That just blows me away. But parents bought that. Yeah, it really does. It reminds me of how, um, you know, back in, you know, the ancient world, how they would that they would um, sacrifice the children, you know, for prosperity, for, uh, you know, great you know, harvest and all that kind of stuff. We're still doing that today. What we say is this, is we haven't seen children sacrificed like this since Old Testament days. And we're calling to an end of that. Uh, Let's get a call. Let's get a call going. It's Rosemary. Welcome in. Matthew Dark Show. Shemay and team aboard. Welcome in. How are you? Good morning, prayer warriors. There you go. I'm with with you. Um, Matthew and Shemay, I want to let you know that, um, like uh, Pastor uh, Grissom said, Satan is a diabolical genius. Yeah. Um, we've been asleep for a long time, but a few of us have been following this. Uh, it was the early 90s. Satan brought in the International Baccalaureate Program. Mm-hmm. What that was, and they... they um, deceived the parents that this was an advanced program, and think about it. All of the smart kids went into this program, and what did they do? They taught them how to be good little global citizens and to groupthink. So that's where a lot of this has started, and now you see all of these sheep that go and line up to the slaughter. Like I tell people, yeah. I said, when you when you smell the blood of the sheep in front of you, it's too late. Mm, wow. That's yes. fair. And so this is, yes, and then so they thought and they, they captured all of the smart uh, leaders in our school to group think and to be good little global citizens and to throw off our American um Trinity and the Trinity is in God we trust, and um, liberty. So now they're yeah. just little global citizens instead of American citizens. Well, we're just so. having text line coming in too. Text line stating um, these people are worshiping government, not God. That's the yeah. problem, and it just. You know, we've talked about narcissists. We've talked about the sycophant, the sycophant that's saying, I'll do whatever, say whatever, laugh at whatever to appease this power above me to get ahead. Um, The the problem is that this has real life consequences right now, like your life, your child's life. And and we have to rethink everything. We're so conditioned. We've been so conditioned. Government's got our back. Government would never lie. Government, government, government. They'll solve, solve, solve. And, and we bought that 
And now here we are. Government is going for the kill right now. Yeah. I mean, they are going for the kill. If you see what's happening down at state capitol, they want to eliminate public comment. They do not want you there. You have to submit all this stuff to them. These people, the darkness, the cockroach of the state legislator, they don't want to be seen. They don't want to be challenged. Because when you challenge people on why is it okay or on what authority do you have to to turn this little boy into a little girl, you're playing God. And, and we've got people worshiping people playing God when we actually should be confronting, getting up in the nose, getting up in the mouth of um, of these they're, they're lost six souls. You know, we're called to be compassionate. We're called to be love. But but Pastor Marty said it. We're not called to be pushover. Do not mistake our kindness for weakness. Please not. Yeah. And something that it always is said nowadays is like, oh, you can't speak badly about another Republican. But that's not love either. No. You know, and sometimes you have to be, uh, you know, not abrasive, but, you know, you have to speak truthful and truthful doesn't feel comfortable always. Something um, a, a uh a city council member, we would go into different meetings together, and she was really stinking awesome. And every time we would go into a place, at first, before we would step into there, we would take authority. And it was an awesome act of of just, you know, that walking in that authority that God gave us against any sort of enemy, any sort of, you know, spirit that could be working against us. Um, and I just want to encourage our listeners, no matter what you go into, whether it's a doctor's office, whether it's work, whether it's, you know, you're driving on I-25 during rush hour. Like pray against the spirit of darkness. Yes, and absolutely. Take authority. And have pride in that. Have yes. hope in that. Have. I mean, I am so inspired to know that we're playing on the right side of history. We're playing on the just side of everything that we're walking through right now. There is not a scenario where Dr. Fauci was right. There was not a scenario where the CDC was right. There's not any scenario where Joe Biden is a just president. Um, it's just it's refreshing. But we got to go put that into action. Rosemary, I want to thank you for your call. Keep listening. Tell your friends. Get involved. We'll keep bringing you action steps. And I hope you enjoyed Pastor Marty. Uh, God bless you, Rosemary. And we thank you for the call. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We talked about yesterday Ken Buck. Talking about a rhino. Talking about calling out. So Ken Buck is, is, is he's thinking that being the greatest gentleman in the world. So I called his office yesterday after the show. I was very upset with him. Yeah. And we, he's, they're coordinating an interview. So they're going to coordinate comment because our, our opinion is that you can't play nice with the devil. And, you know, Ilhan Omar does not represent a single American value. That is a Middle Eastern brother marrying, Jew-hating, yes. uh, Israel-hating person. And he doesn't want to offend her feelings because we're better than that. But, you know, when you're refreshing the blood, when you're culling the herd— yeah, you're going to have to say some hard things, take some hard times and simply say you're not fit for this role. So we want to hope to hopefully get Ken Buck at some point here in the next um, little bit of weeks. He's both of our congressmen. Four. I was I was recently wrapped into four. Strange. Some of these awesome. districts, isn't it? Yeah. Now, I will say this. Lauren, Lauren Bobert, she just put out a blast today. They're going to vote in the House um, today on repealing all of Joe Biden's covid um, mandates. And so you can text the show. We will get you that link to sign that petition. You know, here you go. Here comes blasting 500,000 petitions uh, to Washington, D.C. saying, yeah, we're done. Repeal it on health care workers um, from Joe Biden's wicked administration. 
We didn't get to talk about this story yesterday, but this was noble. Georgia police officer, 19 years old, okay, eight months on the force. He had posted something on social media um, about God's view of marriage, and it was, you know, it was basically not supporting homosexuality, right? Mm-hmm. He got called in. He was warned. They began making policy to where, yes, no, you did not break the law in this case, but we're going to change the law. And you know what he did? He stepped down. He said, you know what? A profession this dangerous, I got to know you have my back. And I don't think you have my back. If you're mad that I wrote about gay marriage not being against God's law or God's will, and now here I'm in a really hard spot somewhere, I don't know that I trust that you'll come save me. Isn't that powerful? So 19 years old, he took a stand for Jesus. So we commend him. That's Georgia police officer. Um, You know, but just you hate to lose a good cop. That's some wisdom. But incredible wisdom at 19. Are you kidding me? So we commend his parents because we know that got instilled early on. Totally. Um, Are you kidding me? We just fly by. but. You've got some exciting stuff tomorrow. We're launching the website. Dr. Michael Gata, we are doing things. And remember this, folks, until next time, serve God, help others, stay good. Goodbye. with the show on Instagram at the Matthew Dark Show or send an email to the Matthew Dark Show at gmail.com. Missed a show? Download any episode on Spotify. The Matthew Dark Show, live Monday through Wednesday at 9 a.m. on KLZ 560.